Welcome to Lifelines, a radio program of the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation. I'm Matthew Wagner, Education Director of the Federation, and we have a great guest today. But first, the headlines. The trailer for the new movie about the Philadelphia abortionist Kermit Gosnell has, was recently released, and it'll surely make moviegoers want to go see the intense new film. Even if movies aren't your favorite form of entertainment, this is a film you simply must see. Mark your calendar now to view the movie October 12th, and make sure you reserve your seat for the 2018 Celebrate Life Banquet to hear the movie's co-producer, Ann McElhenney, provide the inside scoop. Go to www.paprolife.org and click on the Celebrate Life Banquet link and thank you for all you do to remind people they can always choose life. October is Respect Life Month. It's a great opportunity to remind people that all life is sacred. So to help people do that, the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation has designed a Respect Life Month bulletin insert for use in churches throughout the month of October. The insert comes in both half-page and full-page sizes, depending on the needs of individual churches. If you are interested in getting a copy of the insert to include in your church's bulletin, please email lifelines at paprolife.org or call us at 717-541-0034. Thank you for your help in this and for all you do to remind people that there is always a reason to choose life. As the school year begins and the temperatures start cooling down, Pennsylvanians begin thinking about the general election on November 6th. To that end, the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation has created an educational piece comparing the two major party nominees for governor, Scott Wagner and Tom Wolf, on the life issues. We have created a similar piece for the U.S. Senate race featuring Congressman Lou Barletta and Democrat Senator Bob Casey. These educational comparison pieces can be found on our website at www.paprolife.org at the top of the homepage. If you would like them emailed to you, please call Legislative Director Maria Gallagher at 717-541-0034 or email gallagher at paprolife.org. Thank you for all you do to remind people they can always choose life. 1,041. That's how many women have been hospitalized after taking the abortion pill since it was legalized by the Food and Drug Administration. However, there is hope for a woman who has taken the first abortion pill and regrets it. A woman can call the abortion pill reversal hotline at 1-877-558-0333 and be referred to a doctor who can save her baby's life with a treatment of progesterone. The Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation has created a brochure to educate people about the abortion pill reversal process. To obtain a copy of the brochure and to learn more, go to our website at www.paprolife.org and click on the abortion pill reversal link under the education tab. Thank you for sharing this information 
and for all you do to remind people that there is always a reason to choose life. And now to our program. We have with us today Michael Chicochopo, Executive Director of the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation. Welcome, Michael. Well, Matt. Hi, everybody. So, Michael, we have an important topic in front of us today. You know, when you consider the topic of abortion and recognize more than 30,000 babies, 30,000 of them will die from abortion just this year, just in Pennsylvania, it's easy to get overwhelmed, isn't it? Oh, it really is. Um, if you think about it, I, I like to tell people, it, you know, these numbers are hard for people to get a handle on. Sure. How do you remember that 30,000? Well, here's a number you can remember. How about 100? Almost a mm. 100 little Pennsylvania babies mm. are aborted every single day. Yeah. And if you think about that, well, what does that mean? That means that roughly about five kindergarten classes yeah. are killed by abortion. Sure. That's five kindergarten classes that are going to be killed today, five kindergarten classes tomorrow, the next day, every single day we've been doing this. I mean, mm -hmm. sometimes you go into communities and, and you look at problems they're having with schools and schools shutting down and you wonder sure. what is going on. Well, we're killing these kids. They're never making it out of the womb. Yeah. Uh, and people really don't get it. And, and when we think about America, it's almost a million babies every year that are aborted. Mm -hmm. And again, there's another big number, a million. What does that mean? Well, it's, it's almost 3,000 babies every day wow. in America that die. And, and on 9-11-2001, about 3,000 people were killed that day. Yeah. And we remember that day, you know, every single day we think about what happened on 9-11-2001. Oh, sure. It's changed our whole culture, and yet every single day, 3,000 more Americans die from abortion, yeah. and everybody just goes about their business and doesn't even think about it. We don't have little ceremonies where we ring bells or recite the names of all the little mm. babies who died. We just kill them. Day after day. Yeah. And, and you know, your listeners are pretty astute, Matt, and they probably they probably understand the devastation that abortion's done. But sometimes those of us, how bad it is. Right. And we wonder why, why aren't people more energized about this? And I'm here to tell you, we have found um, in recent years, just in talking to common people, people don't have a clue. Right. as to what these numbers are. Right. Um, as an example, I was in a meeting um, not too, too long ago, and in this meeting there was a Catholic ethicist. Now, this was a Catholic ethicist, well-trained, a Ph.D. He had mm. a doctorate. He knew everything there was about Catholic ethics and, you know, pro-life and, and all those sort of things. Sure. But there was something about our discussion that made me wonder, did he really get it? And so I said to him, I said, doctor, I said, let me just ask you a question. I said, how many babies do you think have been legally aborted in America since Roe versus Wade was wrongly decided hmm. back in 1973? And he sort of looked at me like he never thought about it before. Right. And, and he did. He took, he took a really long pause. And then he said to me, um, I don't know, maybe five million Mm -hmm. Five million? I looked at him, I said, doctor, I said, 
60 million babies yeah. have been killed by abortion legally in our country since 1973. And his eyes got really big. And he said to me, I am shocked. I had no idea it was that bad. Yeah. Now, if a Catholic PhD ethicist had no idea that 60 million babies have been aborted, I can guarantee you, your friends and neighbors don't have a clue either right, about absolutely. this. And maybe that's one of the reasons why they don't seem so energized about pro-life as you are. And so when you get into conversations with people, don't start telling them these things. Ask them the question, how many how many babies do you think die in Pennsylvania every day from abortion? Right. About 100. How many babies do you think die in Pennsylvania every year from abortion? It's over 30,000. How many babies die in America every day from abortion? Almost 3,000. How many in America every year? Almost a million. You wait till you hear the answers people give you. Hmm. Um, we were at a, a, a session one time, and we had TV cameras there. And, and the TV cameraman was just this young guy in his 20s, just doing his job. And and one of our volunteers during a break went over to him and said, "Young man, let me ask you a question. How many how many babies do you think die from abortion every year in Pennsylvania?" And and this guy, you know, he's just a random guy. He didn't have a clue of anything. He looked at her and he said, "I don't know what about maybe 200." <laughs> I'm telling you, people don't get it. It's sure. so important that we know these things and that we can relate them. Uh, to other people. The good news is that the numbers are going down. Yeah. So we're, you know, 30,000 is a lot of babies every year. Let me tell you what, in the late 1980s, it was over 60,000 a year in Pennsylvania alone. So um, so we've cut it in half, but we've got a long ways to go. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's sometimes easy to, uh, we're talking to, to other pro-lifers, and we all know how big this issue is. But if you get outside of that bubble, there's a lot of people that don't. Yeah, they really don't. Now, you're the education director for the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation, Matt. I, what would you say are, are the first steps that people should take? I mean, some of your listeners maybe aren't really involved in pro-life right sure. now. What, what could they do to try and get this information out there? Sure. You know, the first thing I would encourage anybody to do, and I would say this might be the, the most important thing, um, for someone to do who's looking to get involved um, is simply to educate themselves about the issue. Um, make sure that you have your information right. You know, it's easy to say that abortion is wrong because it's the killing of an innocent baby, and you're right, it, that's correct. But it's much more powerful to talk about the fact that babies have a heartbeat 24 days after fertilization, 24 days. Most women don't even know they're pregnant at that point. That's right. At 43 days, electrical brain waves can be recorded. By eight weeks, by 56 days, all of the baby's organs are fully functional. So these are things that you need to know and you need to have at your fingertips. And sadly, the abortion industry and their compatriots in the mainstream media try their best to hide these facts. But the facts are out there for anyone to find. So I would encourage people, visit our website at www.paprolife.org. Click on the Education tab at the top of the, the homepage. There's a lot of gr great information there. 
You can also go to National Right to Life's website at www.nrlc.org. But it's not just enough to be educated on the issues. It's also important to be aware of what's going on in current events. Uh, websites like lifenews.com and nationalrighttolifenews.org are constantly sharing great articles that cover everything from advances in medical technology to what's going on in the political realm, even inspirational stories of people who have chosen life. And I know every time I see one of these videos where um, you know a couple tells their uh, their soon-to-be adopted child that the adoption has gone through, uh, I, I get a little teary yeah. every time I see that. But those stories are up, up, are on LifeNews.com all the time. Um, so I would encourage you to, to check out those websites and make sure you keep up on our Facebook page and our uh, Twitter account as we share those kinds of stories. Um, also, I want to, enc to encourage people to make sure that you understand the arguments that the pro-abortion crowd makes. You know, it's great to know our side of the argument and to, to have that, um, to be comfortable with that. But it's also important to know what they're going to say and how you can refute their points. Um, it's important to know, for example, that when someone says that abortion only accounts for 3% of what Planned Parenthood does, they're using some, well, what's the word, fuzzy math? <laughs> <laughs> some questionable accounting practices to fabricate that, those kind of numbers. So you have to know that and be able to uh, correct the record when those things happen. But I want to add here, though, that you don't have to be an expert about the pro-life movement in order to get involved. I mean, you and I, Michael, we live, eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff 24-7. And we don't expect the average, everyday pro-lifer to do those kind of things. But it's important to know that the basics right. and to be able to have good conversations about these things. The other thing I would say is that you're not alone. Um, Michael is here, I'm here, we're here for you as a resource. If you hear something that you're not sure about, please feel free to give us a call at 717-541-0034 or email me at lifelines at paprolife.org and I'll be more than happy to help clarify anything I can. And if I don't know, I'll find the, the answer. I remember just a couple months ago, Got, I got a call from one of our chapter members. Uh, they were asking about a quote she had heard um, that came, she thought it came from an abortion center director. Seemed like an odd thing, and I, I, I wasn't familiar with it, so I did some research, and I couldn't verify it. So I encourage her to be careful using it. It's important to make sure that we're always factual in our statements. Uh, you know, and that's what we're here for. Um, we're here to, to help you and, and to make sure that you're having those great conversations and you're giving out accurate information. Now, besides that, Michael, what are some of the other resources uh, that people can use to educate themselves? Well, we, we're here in Harrisburg. That's where our state headquarters is. Right. Uh, but we have chapters all over the state of Pennsylvania. We've got yeah. chapters covering over 40 of the 67 counties in our state. Um, one of the one of the the stars shining in the 
Pennsylvania pro-life movement <laughs> is up in the northeastern part of Pennsylvania. Uh, in the northeast part, we have chapters in Scranton and Wilkes-Barre and Carbondale right. and Hazleton and the Poconos um, in Williamsport. I mean, we have a lot of chapters in that area. And these yeah. chapters are there as local resources. You know, we, even though we're in Harrisburg with modern technology, you can communicate with us like we're next door to you. Right. But you've got local people in your communities um, who are doing lots of things in the community to try and help spread the good word. And and you can learn from these groups and, and sometimes you can help these groups. Um, sometimes they'll host us when we come to town for pro-life right. town hall meetings. Right. We um, so, last year. Yeah, so if, if we come to town and there's going to be a talk, you want to definitely get out and, and hear what's going on. Our, our chapters a lot of times set up education tables at county fairs and festivals in the community. Um, and in the, in the last few years, we actually helped get a chapter going down in Franklin County, Pennsylvania, yep. in the Chambersburg area. And one of the things they wanted to do early on was a, a community fair in Shippensburg, which is right. on the edge of the county. And a lot of people come out to that. A lot of people. It's a public thing. So nonprofits can get um, tables. You just rent a, a table at these fairs. And you can take the soft touch fetal models. You can take all kinds of our brochures and information and just basically be there to talk to people uh, as they go by. And the, the chapter uh, trains some of their volunteers uh, and they set it up. And I remember the first week that they did this, I actually went down to the table mm -hmm. and, and sort of helped out and was amazed at the people who come by. Just regular average people come by and want to talk to them about well, what's this all about? And it gives you a chance to witness to them about the truth. One girl came up to us. She was a senior in high school, and she was looking at these. We have these models of babies at different gestations, and she was mm -hmm. looking at the models, and she had one of her girlfriends with her, and she told us standing behind the table for the first time she told anybody she was pregnant. Hmm. Her friend didn't even know. <laughs> she, her friend didn't even know she was pregnant. Her parents didn't know she was pregnant. And she told us wow. <laughs> she was pregnant. And she was looking at these babies and she was like so happy. She said that she had made the decision she was going to keep her baby. Oh, she's just trying to figure out how she's going to tell her parents about it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing what you know people are willing to talk about at these things. So those are good resources to go and learn what's going on. And whenever you get to know what's going on, volunteer and go out and help. You'd be surprised at how much you learn from people who come by. And many churches have pro-life or respect life committees in their churches to try and get out the good word about pro-life in the churches. Set up uh, literature racks, pro-life literature yep. racks yep. in the church with pamphlets and books and things like that. Uh, to try and help educate people. So try and avail yourself of that kind of things. Um, the National Right to Life Committee, which is a national organization out of Washington, D.C., which we're affiliated with and all of our chapters are affiliated with, has a three-day education convention every year. Uh, they hold it in different states. We've hosted it a couple times in yep. Pittsburgh. Uh, just this year it was in Kansas City, Kansas. I was out there. It was great. You learn so much from the speakers. But if you have the opportunity to travel to one of these National Right to Life conventions, I highly recommend it. Not only do you learn so much from the different speakers, but you learn so much from people from all over the country yeah. who are trying to do these things in their sure. own community, just over meals and things like that. 
you really find out. You can learn a lot of things. So, um, Matt, once people do feel comfortable with the information, what can they do? What else can they do to help share that information? Yeah, well, and, and I think you bring up a great point. It's it's great to educate yourself and um, and get involved with these groups. I mean, it, it's always great to hear stories from other pro-lifers and what they've experienced and learn from them and learn from each other. Uh, but once you are comfortable, the first thing I would encourage people to do is start small. Uh, you don't have to start by standing in your uh you know, town square with a bullhorn. But, um, you know, we talked about social media earlier. Uh, go on Facebook and, and Twitter and, and like our social media posts and share them on your own timeline so others can benefit from, from that knowledge. Um, but not just our posts, but other posts as well. You mentioned National Right to Life. Um, Share their, their material, lifenews.com, other pro-life organizations, or even uh, local, lo your local pregnancy resource center. Share posts from, from those organizations as well so that uh, other people can see what's going on and, and maybe get involved. And I would say when it comes to social media, once you're comfortable on our sites, um, consider engaging with the pro-abortion side on their pages. Uh, look at what Planned Parenthood or NARAL are posting and set the record straight. Now, I will warn you, it won't take too long before they block you. I, <laughs> I know this per personally, but at least uh, you can you can help get the, the truth out there. Um, once you step, step outside of the uh, social media realm, I would encourage you to engage with, again, engage with those people around you. We talked about your church a little bit. Um, you know, I know, personally, before I started the Federation, I made an assumption that the majority of Christians are pro-life. Mm. Um, I unfortunately have realized since, and it didn't take me too long, that wasn't the case as much as I thought it was. So, you know, the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation is not a religious organization. We are completely non-ecumenical. All we care about non-denominational non we are ecumenical I, i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> I, I apologize i always get those two confused we're non-denominational um we accept people of all faith and pe people of no faith but it's important to talk to people at your church about the sanctity of, of human life you know in the headlines today i mentioned our pro-life bulletin inserts uh, we have one coming out right now for the Respect Life Month. We'll have one in January for the anniversary of Roe versus Wade, and then in February for Black History Month, for Mother's Day, for Independence Day. So these are great opportunities to take uh, these bulletin inserts to your church leadership, whether it's your pastor or your priest or whomever it is, and uh, share that with them and ask them to include those inserts in your uh, in your church bulletins. Uh, if you have any questions about the bulletin inserts, please give us a call. Uh, again, 717-541-0034 or email me at lifelines at paprolife.org. Um, going beyond that, um, we, we talked a little bit about the pro-life information tables. Um, with fall right around the corner, many churches and fire halls are doing harvest festivals or 
those kind of events. Talk to whoever's organizing those events in your area and ask them permission to set up an information table. Uh, once you have their permission, just give me a call uh, and I would be more than happy to get you any kind of literature that you need to distribute. Um, finally, once you're comfortable with that, I would encourage you to engage in what's commonly referred to as earned media. Write letters to the editor about pro-life issues as they come up. Call your local radio station and uh, talk about the truth about abortion, infanticide, and, and euthanasia. Uh, Michael, in the couple minutes we have left here, maybe, what are some of the greatest things about the pro-life movement as far as the various ways to get involved? Can you elaborate on that? some of those a little bit? Well, yeah, you mentioned pregnancy resource centers, and yep. we've got probably almost 300 pregnancy resource centers. If you ever want to know where they are, go to our website and um, click on the pregnant need help and you'll find a list of every pregnancy resource center. You probably have one in your community somewhere nearby. And these are great places because they're right on the front lines of, of girls or women who might be thinking about having an abortion. And you can help you can help them in many, many ways there. Um, I'm gonna be speaking at a banquet in Millersburg for a pregnancy resource center mm -hmm. coming up. And I had a chance to visit them a couple weeks ago and see some of the great work that they do. I mean, this is on the front lines, not only of helping these girls and women decide to keep their babies, but also helping them with parenting once the baby comes along, yeah. giving them things that they need. They're really, really great places. Um, other groups are there are people who will volunteer. If there's an abortion center somewhere near you, uh, sometimes people will drive even to go to these abortion centers and just pray outside of them. This is a chance to really stop these women at the last minute. I have one of my brothers retired recently, and he has two adopted um, grandchildren. And mm -hmm. he is so happy that the birth mothers of those kids, yeah. you know, kept them and, and were able to give them to his son and daughter-in-law so that he has grandchildren. And he has pictures of them on buttons on his hat. Hmm. And so when he's at these pregnancy centers and he's talking to these people, he'll he'll point to his hat and he'll say, "You see these two? Those are my grandchildren." And um, and and he'll explain to them how great it is that there is somebody that will definitely want to love their children. So um, there are lots of ways people can get involved. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and so so I guess I was going to ask you about um, what about pro life legislation? Sure. Well. You know, we often say that as pro-lifers, we're the voice for the voiceless, right? These uh, these babies can't speak for themselves, so it's our job to speak for them. And um, when we're doing that, one of the audiences that we need to really talk to is our legislative officials. Uh, that can be your uh, state representative, your state senator, right up to president, the whole way up the line, our congressmen, our U.S. senators, our governors, um, these are people who need to hear from us. They need to know that uh, these, these issues are important to us. I guarantee you that they are hearing from, from the pro-abortion side of things. So they need to hear from us. When they, when they make a, a good vote, they need to hear from us. And they, they need us to thank them for their good votes. When they make a vote that we don't agree with, they need to hear from us from us in, in those instances too. So that can be everything from uh, 
a, a social media post to writing to them to calling their office if, uh, whatever kind of relationship you have with your elected officials you need to be doing that you again we talked about writing letters to the editor earlier you can certainly um, write a letter to the editor praising your local representative or, or whoever it may be for a vote that they've made and let let them know that that uh, their pro-life position is appreciated and use the opportunity to educate other people at the same time you know we often say that uh, there are many many ways to be involved in the pro-life movement the key is to find the way uh, the level of involvement and the way that you are, are called to be involved and to step into that gap um, it's not enough to sit on the sideline and gnash your teeth and, and um, be that voice for the voices we can help you do um, with the information that you need. We can help you with resources. Um, reach out to us. Again, um, I will uh, give you our phone number. It's 717-541-0034. Uh, you can email us at lifelines at paprolife.org. You can uh, send us a message on Facebook. Send us a, a Twitter message. However you need to get a hold of us, Please don't hesitate to reach out to us and let us help you get involved. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for all that you will do in standing up for, the, for these precious, precious babies. God bless.